Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Thursday, July 6, 2023. Today we're going to recap yesterday's MLB, soccer, WNBA, and summer league games. Look at everything going on today. Um, we'll go over the early leaderboard for the John Deere Classic. We'll look at Wimbledon going into tomorrow as well. Um, MLB mock draft, the second to last one, and my news and notes for today. We'll start with baseball, as we've been doing all summer long. We will go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to today's games. Okay. Um, Astros over the Rockies, 6-4. A's over the Tigers, 12-3. Phil's over the Rays, 8-4. Marlins over the Cardinals, 10-9. O's over the Yankees, 6-3. Reds over the Nats, 9-2. Braves over the Guardians, 8-1. Red Sox over the Rangers, 4-2. Twins over the Royals, 5-0. Cubs over the Brewers, 4-3. Padres over the Angels, 5-3. Giants over the Mariners, 2-0. Mets over the D-backs, 2-1. Huge win for them. And the Dodgers over the Pirates, 6-4. They bounce back. Jays, White Sox postponed makeup date is today. Um, all right, 1 o'clock today. You have the Reds at the Nats. Um... Brandon Williamson and Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore is kind of falling off a little bit after a promising start to the season. I still would use like have him as a keeper. Um, I need to do trade value soon for all the sports now that like the off seasons are our free agencies kind of uh, wrapped up. Maybe um, next week if we have time, but I want to wait till after the Damian Lillard trade. But anyway, um, Nats minus 124, Reds plus 106, over under 9.5, overs minus 120, unders minus 102, Reds plus 1.5 is minus 188, Nats minus 1.5 is plus 155. Um, can't believe the Nats are favored here. It's because of the big name Padre prospect that was brought over for Juan Soto. Um, but I still think Gore's going to be good. I'm surprised that they're favored. Give me the Reds plus 106. Ace Tigers. Hogan Harris and Michael Lorenzen. Tigers minus 174. Ace plus 146. Over under 9. Overs minus 104. Unders minus 118. Ace plus 1 half is minus 137. Tigers minus 1 half is plus 114. Um, tough one. Um, I like full game over. 2 o'clock. Cubs Brewers. We got here uh, Marcus Stroman and Freddie Peralta. This, the Brewers are slight favorites, minus 116. The Cubs are minus 102. Over under 8. Overs minus 102. Overs minus 120. Cubs minus 1 half is plus 158. Brewers plus 1 half is minus 192. All right. For this one, we are going to take the Brewers at home as a slight favorite. At minus 116, 5 o'clock. That's a weird start time. Double letter game one, Blue Jays, White Sox. Now that makes sense. Um, Jose Barrios and Lance Lynn. Jays minus 124, White Sox plus 106. Over under nine, minus 110 each way. Jays minus one half is plus 122. White Sox plus one half is minus 146. For this one, um, I'm going to do... Um, under four White Sox runs, minus 104 because of how good uh, Jose Barrios has been. Um, 6.30, Phillies raise. Um, for this one, it's, um... Carlos Sanchez and um, Armstrong for the Rays. Sean Armstrong. Um, Rays minus 134. The Phillies are plus 116 over under 9. Overs minus 122. Under is even money. Phillies plus 1 half is minus 176. Rays minus 1 half is plus 146. For this one, I'm going to do, um, that's a hard one. 
but I'm gonna do under nine even money. Um, Cards Marlins on Fox Sports One. Jack Flaherty and Yuri Perez. Um, Marlins minus one twenty two. Cards plus one hundred four. Run their eight minus one ten each way. Cards plus one half is minus one ninety six. Marlins minus one half is plus one sixty two. Jack Flaherty hasn't been good this year. Um, Yuri Perez has been a diamond in the rough for the Marlins, like under eight. Seven o'clock. O's Yankees. O's going for the split. Kyle Bradish and Luis Severino. The O's are favored, minus 130. Yanks plus 110 over on their 8.5, minus 10 each way. O's minus 1.5 is plus 126. Yanks plus 1.5 is minus 152. For this one, over 4.5, O's runs, minus 102. Uh, has Fandle watched Luis Severino pitch recently? He's been terrible. He's been the worst Yankee starter this season. So, give me over 4.5, Oriole runs, minus 102. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean that the Orioles are going to win the game, but... Um, I just like that play a lot. Next, um, Royals Guardians, Jordan Lyles and Tanner Bebe. Guardians minus 215, Royals plus 180 over under 9, overs minus 105, unders minus 115. Royals plus 1 half is minus 111, Guardians minus 1 half is minus 108. I actually really like the Guardian run line, minus 1 half and minus 108. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, Rangers Red Sox. We have Cutter Crawford and Nathan Avaldi. So Nate Avaldi back in Boston. Rangers minus 138. Red Sox plus 118 over under 10. Overs minus 112. Unders minus 108. Rangers minus 1.5 is plus 115. Red Sox plus 1.5 is minus 138. Oh, I like full game under a lot. I really do. Next, um, Mariners-Astros. Um, I don't see... A um, line out for this one. I don't even know who the starting pitchers are. Slated to be. It's George Kirby and TBD. Um, TBD is not a great sign if you're Houston. Houston's probably going to be favored, so this would be my upset pick. I like. Um, uh, I would take Seattle on the money line to win outright at uh, Houston. The better game two, Jays White Sox. You say Kikuchi and TBD for Chicago. That line's not posted yet either. I would assume Toronto's going to be favored. But if the total's anything less than 9, I'll consider the over. 9.30, you have the Mets and the Diamondbacks. Carlos Carrasco, Ryan Nelson. The Mets going for a sweep, amazingly enough. The D-backs are minus 134. The Mets are plus 116 over under 10, minus 110 each way. Mets plus one half is minus one seventy. D backs minus one half is plus one forty. Um, I like the over. Don't feel good about it though. Um, and at ten o'clock, you have the Pirates and the Dodgers. You have Julio Urias and Johan Oviedo. Um, Dodgers minus two thirty five. The Pirates are plus one eighty eight. Over under eight and a half. Overs minus one fourteen. Unders minus one six. Pittsburgh plus one half is minus one five. Dodgers minus one half is minus one fourteen. I'm going with the Dodger run line. Minus one and a half at minus one fourteen. All right, now I'll move on to soccer. Um, we'll go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to any notable soccer games for today. Um, so. Women's international friendly, Spain over Denmark, 2-0. Switzerland, Morocco, 0-0 draw. And then today we have a 3 o'clock Republic in Ireland and France. Um, so, France is minus 410. Ireland's plus 850. The draw is plus 470. For this one, we're going over three and a half goals at plus 122. MLS result from yesterday, NYCFC in Charlotte, 1-1 one, one draw.
Um, I'm going to check and see if there's anything else of relevancy. I want to see maybe um, under 19 or under 21 euros. Yes. All right, so euro under 21, England over Israel 3-0, and Spain over Ukraine 5-1. And then the under 19 today, 12 o'clock, Portugal, Italy in 3-15. You have Malta and Poland. So nothing really else. We have a lot tomorrow or a lot more in soccer, I should say, for tomorrow's show at the weekend and whatnot. So stay tuned for that. All right, the WNBA. From yesterday, and I believe we have some games tonight as well. We have one. Um, All right, yesterday, results. Liberty over to Mercury, 99.95, so that was a close call. Lynx over to Fever, 90.83. Commissioner's Cup bases over to Wings, 89.82. And the Dream over to Sparks, 90-79. One game tonight, 7 o'clock, on Prime Video of the Storm and the Sun from Mohegan Sun. Um, Connecticut's favored by 10.5, totals 165.5. I'm going to go with the under. Um, I think the Sun play good defense. And I don't... The spread, I think, is right on the money. But I think, personally... That this game is under. All right, now move on to summer league. Um, we will go over the results from yesterday and look ahead to the two games today in Utah. All right, Sacramento Warriors over to Hornets, ninety-eight, eighty-three. Um, Grizzlies over to Thunder, 94-86. Spurs over to Lakers, 109-99. Sixers over to Jazz, 104-94. And the Kings over to Heat, 95-83. 7 o'clock on ESPN2 tonight. You have the Thunder and the Sixers from Utah. Um, the Thunder favorite, 3.5 totals, 185.5. Oh, my God, I'm laying it with the Thunder. Um, this would have been up for best bet if I was in a state where you could legally bet right now, but I love the Thunder, minus the three and a half. That's short. And nine o'clock, you have the Grizzlies and the Jazz. The Grizzlies are favored by four and a half, so it's 186 and a half. Um, this is a good matchup for a summer league standpoint. I am going to take the Jazz, though, getting the four and a half, and I'm going to take them plus 164 to win outright because the game's in Utah. I think that fan base is kind of going to show up, like how Sacramento's has so far in the Sacramento one. And the Jazz, I think that point spread's high for the Grizz. So I'm going to take Utah plus 4.5 and, and then plus 164 at even money. All right, now move on to golf. Um, we have the um, John Deere Classic underway. Your early leader right now at the score of 6 under is Seamus Power. Second with five unders, Grayson Zeke. Tied for third with three under is B.U. Hostler, Harrison Endicott, Adam Shank, who was my pick, and Chris Kirk. Tied for seventh with two under. Um, Kramer Heacock, Grayson Higo, Taylor Moore, Jonas Blix, Dylan McCarthy, Matt Kuchar, Keith Mitchell, Russell Knox, Zach Blair, Nate Lashley, Ryan Moore, Andrew Novak, Matthias Schmidt, and Gordon Sargent. Sargent. Tied for 21st at one under. Troy Merritt, Matt Neesmith, Anthony Van Royen, Pat Gazier, Adam Hadwin, Adam Stevenson, Marcus Hubbard, Brendan Todd, Andrew Landry, Chesar Jimmy Walker, Max McGravy, Austin Cook, Estelanzo Goya, Scott Harrington, Reed Martin, and Kato Onishi. Tied at 38th at even. I'm going to do the notables now. Patrick Rogers, Brian Stewart, Stefan Yeager. No, guys aren't moving on the fly, so let's redo that one. Uh, Callum Tarrin, um, Trey Mullinex, Brant Snecker, Chester V, 
Jason Hadley, Doc Redman, Kevin Roy, Scott Harrington, Henrik Norlander tied for 57th with one over with Patrick Rogers, CAU, Robert Brown, Lucas Griffin, Hank Lebiota, Nate Watney, Peter Malnati, Doug Gibb, um, Wesley Bryant, Ben Taylor, Michael Glidzik. Tied for 71st with two over Ricky Barnes, Cam Percy, Matthias Schwab, Zach Johnson, Jason Dufter. Tied, or I'm sorry, 77th with three overs, Carson Young. And 78th with four over Taylor Ganey. And then the rest of the afternoon slate will be um, teed off in several hours. All right, to the Wimbledon. Um, we'll go over results from yesterday and look ahead to today and then tomorrow. Um. All right, we'll start with the men's from yesterday. Um, so, um, we have here, um, 25 save Nicholas Jerry over Marco Suchinato in four sets. Yusuke Watanuki over Mark Andrea Husler in five sets. Lasso Dejere over Maxime Cressy in four sets. 15-teen Alex Demeanor over Kimer Kopchins in four sets. 18 Janik Center over Diego Schwartzman in three sets. Jason Kubler over Ugo Humbert in five sets. Um, Roberto Cabrez Bena over Matteo Arnaldi in four sets. Um, Adrian Manorino over Alexander Shevenko in three sets. Chris Eubanks over Thiago Montiero in four sets. Ilya Vashka over Federico Correa in four sets. These are all first-round sets, by the way. Jerry Vesely over 22-seed Sebastian Corda in four sets. Second round, 2-seed Novak Djokovic over Jordan Thompson in three sets. First round, 16-seed Tommy Paul over Shantaro Majewski in three sets. First round, 3-seed Daniel Movedev over Arthur Freire. In three sets. First round, 21 seed Grigor Dimitrov over show. Shimbakaro in three sets. 10 seed Francis Tiafo over Yving Wu in three sets. That was first round two. Um, Yergi Barry over Lloyd Harris in four sets. That's first round. Um, also first round, 18 Francisco Surandulo over Nuno Borges in four sets. First round, Jerry Lacheco over Sebastian Offner in three sets. First round, Milos Raonic over Dennis Novak in four sets. And... Dominic Stryker over Alexei Popperin in five sets. That's also first round. All right, tonight some second or no, we have a couple first round results. That's how bad that this we're gonna do first round results from today so far. Then get into the second round. So first round, nineteen Alexander Zverev over Gills Brower. In three sets. Botek Vantazanchel over Zizan Zhang in five sets. 31 seed Alejandro Davidis Fukino over Arthur Phils in three sets. And then second round results completed. Um, 26 seed Denis Shapolov over Grigor Bari in three sets. 17, Andre Rublev over Aslan Karasev in four sets. Quentin Halley's over Alexander Vucic in three sets. 78, Hubert Herkaz over Jan Chowinski in three sets. Maximilian Martyr over Michael and Mo in three sets. 14, Lorenzo Mosetti over Jaume Munar in three sets. 23, seed Alexander Bublik over JJ Wolf. In three sets. And Stan Marinka over 29C. Tomas Martin Echeverry in four sets. Going on right now. Second round, 19 Taylor Fritz and Michaelia Moore. Um, Guido Pela and Harold Myatt. 18 Francisco Serendolo and Jiri Lacheca. Uh, Marcelo Tomas Berrios Vera and David Goffin. Um, Quentin Motet and Roman 
Safulin. Milos Raonic and 16 seed Tommy Paul. Daniel Galan and Oscar Ott. Liam Brody and 4 seed Casper Rude. Um, and then to come later on, um, Marcus Jerome and Martin Fuskovitz. 10 seed Francis Tiafo and Dominic Stricker. Ilya Ivochka and 21 seed Grigor Dimitriov. 3 2 seed Ben Shelton and Lazo Dejer. 3 seed Daniel Mavedev and Adrian Manorino. And Andy Murray and 5 seed Stefano Sipias. We have some third rounds starting tomorrow. That's how bad the uh, the weather was. Um, so second round for tomorrow. 31 seed Alejandro Davidich Fakina and Botic Van de Danchilp. Um, 1 seed Carlos Alcaraz and Alexandre Mueller. 12 seed Cam Nori and Chris Eubanks. Um, Roberto Cabrera Spina and Holger Rune. Um, Chris O'Connell and Jerry Vesely. 25 seed Nicholas Jerry and Jason Kubler. 19 seed Alexander Zavarov and Yasuke Watanuki. And Matteo Berrettini and 15 seed Alex Demeanor. All right, third round tomorrow. AT Genic Center and Quinton Halley's. Stan Marinka and 2 seed Novak Djokovic. 14 seed Lorenzo Musetti and 17 seed Hubert Hurkaz. That's a good match. Um, 23 seed Alexander Bublik and Maximilian Matarer. And that's it for third round that we know of for tomorrow. Now the women's. We'll go over yesterday's results. And look ahead to everything going on today and tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, or... All right, so mostly first round results from yesterday. And I'll uh, point out which ones are second round. Um... Alexandra Sasnovich over Nuria Paris Diaz in two sets. Victoria Golubic over Anna Carolina Spadova in two sets. Um, 19, Petra Kivitova over Jasmine Paolini in three sets. 2019, Arena Begu over Rebecca Marino in three sets. Anna Blinkova over Yanina Wickmeyer in three sets. 2015, Madison Keys over Sonei Karatal in two sets. Mira Andreev over Zio Wong in three sets. Paula Bedoso over Alskin Risk in three sets. Elias Cornette over Neo Hibino in two sets. Natalija Kostic over 18 seed Carolina Pliskova in three sets. 10 seed Barbora Krejcikova over Heather Watson in two sets. Tamara Kortpach over Carol Zayo in three sets. 17 seed Jelena Ostapenko over Greet Minin in two sets. Varvara Gracheva over Camilla Georgi in Two sets. Second round. One seed Iga Swiatek over Sarah Sobrias Tormo in two sets. And the other second round from yesterday. Daria Kasakina, your 11 seed over Jody Burridge in two sets. Back to first round. Um, Marta Kostiuk upsets eight seed Maria Sakari in three sets. Elisabetta Cacioretto over Camilla Osorio. In two sets. Annette Contavit over Lorenzo Stefini in two sets. Jacqueline Christian over Lucia Brunzetti in two sets. Lonnie Stevens over Rebecca Peterson in two sets. 20 seed Donna Vecic over Shuai Zhang in two sets. 13 seed Patrice Haddad Maya over Yulia Putinseva in three sets. And Serena Saresta over Tajana Maria in three sets. All right, so there's a mixture of results for today. So I'll just point out um, which is what round. Second round three, two seed Marie Buskova over Annette Kontovit in two sets. Second round, Mira Andreva upsets 10 seed Barbora Krejcikova in two sets in a walkover. Um, Marketa Vondrasova upsets 12 seed Veronica Kudrytova in two sets. That was second round. First round, Bianca Andreescu over Anna Bondar in three sets. Second round, 19 seed Victoria Azarenko over Nadia Podoroska in 
two sets. First round, 2016, Annalena Kaliana over Jessica Buzas Manorino in two sets. First round, Julie Niemeyer upsets 16-seed Carolina Muchova in three sets. Second round, 30-seed Petra Martich over Diane Parry in three sets. Second round, Anna Bogdan over Alicia Parks in two sets. Second round, Dalma Goffley over Linda Naskova in three sets. That was actually first round. Second round, Lizia Sarenko over Katarina Siniakova in two sets. Second round, Alina Svilatina upsets 28 Elise Mertens in three sets. And second round, Sophia Kennan beats Sinia Wong in two sets. Going on right now, uh, second round, Daniel Collins and 14 Belinda Benchik. Um, Solana Stevens and Donna Benchik, your 20 seed. It's all second round going on right now, by the way. Elizabeth Cacharetto and Rebecca Masarova. Layla Fernandez and 5 seed Caroline Garcia. Victoria Tomova and Katie Bolter. 23 seed Magda Lynette and Barbara Strykova. Um, Serana Saresta and 17 Jelena Ostapenko. 13 Beatrice Haddad Maya and Jacqueline Christian. And then coming up soon, um, Elias Cornette and 3 seed Alina Rabakina. 4 seed Jessica Bagula and Christina Busca. And 22 seed Anastasia Potapova and Kaja Juvan. All right, second round matches that we know for tomorrow. Marta Kostiuk and Paula Bedosa. Natalija Kostiuk and Tamara Kortpach. Bianca Andrescu in 2016, Annalena Kaliana. Alina Svivaltinia and Sofia Kennan. That, wait, that's third round. Um, Alexandra Sasnovich and Nancy Petra Kivitova. That's second round. Um, nine or twenty-nine seed Arena Begu and Anna Blinkova. Victoria Golubic and Madison Keys. Sixteen on Jabour and um Zuan Bay. Um, Vavara Gracheva and two seed Arena Sablanka. Madison Brangle and twenty-one seed Katarina Alex Randova. And Julie Niemeyer and Dalma Golfi. That's second round. Third round. That we're aware of tomorrow. 1 seed Iga Swiatek and 30 seed Petra Martic. 11 seed Daria Kasakina and 19 seed Victoria Zarenka. That's a good one. Um, Lazia Sarenko and Anna Bogdan. Um, we already brought up um, Kennan and Svivaltinia. And that's it that we know for the third round. All right, now we will move on to my latest MLB mock draft. Um, we'll go 1 through 28, as we always do. This is my fifth mock draft, and tomorrow will be the sixth and final. All right, number one, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Dylan Cruz, outfielder, LSU. Um, it would not be stunning to me if Cruz isn't the pick because they may pick his teammate, Paul Skennis. Cruz bat is sensational and hits the ball hard and really has done a good job cleaning up swing and miss concerns he had in the past. To the Washington Nationals, Paul Skennis, right-handed pitcher, LSU. The second LSU prospect in a row goes here to the Nats, which would be a great selection for them. Skennis projects to be a top rotation guy with an elite fastball that is, or that seems impossible to hit. Three to the Detroit Tigers, Wyatt Langford, outfielder, Florida. The Tigers here take the talented outfielder in Langford, who could have been a top overall pick in a different year. Langford has the potential to be a five-tool player with his ability to hit and the approach at the plate he has. For the Texas Rangers, Walker Jenkins, outfielder, South Brunswick High School in North Carolina. The first high school player comes off the board here with Jenkins landing with Texas. Jenkins was a faster runner in the past, but since he got more muscle, now he's just a solid runner and has good arm strength. Five, the Minnesota Twins, Max Clark, outfielder, Franklin High School in Indiana. The Twins have a history of taking highly touted high school outfielders here, and I have them going with another one. Clark is a double-press runner, and his speed is big time in the outfield and on the bases, and is a line-drive hitter. Six, the Oakland Athletics. Kyle Teal, catcher, Virginia. The first catcher off the board comes here with Teal going to the Athletics. Teal has the potential to hit for both average and power and has a chance to stick behind the plate. 
Seven, the Cincinnati Reds. Rhett Lauer, right-handed pitcher, Wake Forest. The second pitcher goes off the board here with Lauer going to the Reds. Lauer has a really good delivery and has a good changeup, and his best, which is his best pitch, and some project him as a mid-rotation on guy. I think he'll be better than that. Eight, the Kansas City Royals. Braden Taylor's their baseman, TCU. The Royals go with somebody whose stock has throws in the Men's College World Series and Taylor. He has good bat-the-ball skills and hits to all fields and plays good defense at the hot corner. Nine, the Colorado Rockies. Chase Dollander, right-handed pitcher, Tennessee. The third pitcher goes off the board here. Dollander going to the Rockies. Dollander has the potential to be a frontline starter, but his pitch location has been off since his control and command being good. Ten, the Miami Marlins. Jacob Wilson, shortstop, Grand Canyon. The Marlins have some options here, but Wilson can be too good to pass up. Wilson can end up one of the better pure hitters of the draft class, and he barely strikes out. 11, Los Angeles Angels. Blake Miller, catcher. Or Blake Mitchell, catcher. Sins in high school in Texas. The Red Sox take the second catcher off the board here with Mitchell, or I should say the Angels. Um, He's a solid athlete and is agile as a defender and can block and receive well with double-plus arm strength. 12, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Colin Houck, shortstop, Parkview High School in Georgia. The D-backs are in an interesting spot as they have a loaded farm system and have a chance to go for it, so best available should be the option. Houck has raw power, but swings and misses at times and is above-average defender. That can move the third base down the road. 13, the Chicago Cubs. Arjun Namala, shortstop, Strawberry Crest High School in Florida. The Cubs can go in any direction they'd like, and here I've been taking the shortstop in Namala. He has... The arm and range to stick at the position has raw power to drive all over the field. 14, the Boston Red Sox. Enrique Bradfield Jr., outfielder Vanderbilt. The Red Sox can use some college outfielders in their system, and here I have been taking the out talented outfielder in Bradfield Jr. He has blazing fast speed and projects to be a contact hitter with not a ton of power. 15, the Chicago White Sox. Jacob Gonzalez, shortstop, will miss. The White Sox are one of the teams that feels likely to take a shortstop here. Gonzalez is a fast-rising prospect that has bat-the-ball skills but below average speed, which may concern teams from a positional standpoint. 16, the San Francisco Giants. Walker Martin, shortstop, Eaton High School in Colorado. The Giants go off the board here a little and take the shortstop in Martin. He has a good swing with some power and has done it against elite competition, but he may have to move to third base. 17, the Baltimore Orioles, Chase Davis, outfielder, Arizona. The O's have a great farm system, and they take a fast-rising player in Davis. He would fit the AL East with his raw power in those ballparks and drives the ball to all fields and has great speed. 18, the Milwaukee Brewers, Tommy Trey, middle infielder, Stanford. The Brewers have a solid track record of drafting college players. Troy, somebody that has a fast-rising prospect, has good bat-the-ball skills and rarely strikes out or chases out of the zone. 19, the Tampa Bay Rays. Thomas White, left-handed pitcher, Phillips Academy in Massachusetts. The Rays add to their loaded farm system and take a high school pitcher in White. He's the top lefty in this class with his good delivery and elite fastball, but there are concerns with his command. 20, the Toronto Blue Jays. Hustron Waldrop, right-handed pitcher, Florida. The Jays are a team that has some prospect recouping to do. Waldrip has a legit three-pitch power mix with all three pitches with a chance to be good, but his command and control is inconsistent. 21, the St. Louis Cardinals. Matt Shaw, shortstop, Maryland. The Cardinals can go in any direction with their pick. Shaw can play anywhere in the infield defensively with the thought of him ending up at second, but it would be the bat that would get him drafted in the first round. 22, the Seattle Mariners. Nolan Shanuel, first baseman outfielder, FAU. The Mariners go with an intriguing, versatile prospect here in Shanuel. He has an above-average approach at the plate with walking a lot and not striking out often with being a good hitter. 23, the Cleveland Guardians. Colt Emerson, shortstop third baseman, Glenn High School in Ohio. The Guardians have a solid farm system, and they have a history of taking high school position players. Emerson plays both left field positions and both well and as advanced as a hard contact hitter for a high school hitter. 2040 Atlanta Braves, Yohandi Morales, third baseman, Miami. 
The Braves need some farm system reinforcements, and here I have them taking a fast-rising college bat in Morales. He is an aggressive hitter that drives the ball to all fields, and he has a strong arm at the hot corner. 25, the San Diego Padres. Bryce Eldridge, first baseman, right-handed pitcher, Madison High School in Vienna, Virginia. The Padres farm system needs some reinforcements, and here I have them taking the two-way standout in Eldridge. On the mound, he has three above-average pitches and decent velocity. And at the plate, he has serious raw power. 26, the New York Yankees. Sammy Stafora, shortstop, Panis High School in New York. The Yankees here take yet another local high school shortstop in Stafora. He drives the ball to all directions as a plus runner that can stick it short long term. And 27, the Philadelphia Phillies, Noble Meyer, right-handed pitcher, Jason High School in Oregon. The Phillies do not have a strong farm system, and here I have them taking the talented high school arm in Meyer. His velocity is trending upward overall with good arm speed and has a good feel for the strike zone. And 28, the Houston Astros, still in head outfielder, Homewood Flossmer High School in Illinois. The Astros here take an intriguing high school bat in head. He has gap-to-gap approach at the plate, but gets pull happy at times and has electric speed. So there you have it for my latest mock draft. The final one of these will be tomorrow. Last but not least, I'll do my news and notes. Um for the day um not a lot to really talk about um so it looks like the um all right so we'll get to uh that last um that I almost said but the Dallas Mavericks had a big day yesterday as they signed Matthias Seibel to an offer sheet, three years, $33 million, and Portland matched it, so he'll be remaining with the Blazers. So, um, that is good that Portland matched it. Good try for Dallas, daring Portland to match it. Um, but the Mavericks also acquire Grant Williams in a sign and trade, four years, fifty-four million, with the Boston Celtics. A third team was in the trade. The Spurs were in the deal as well. Um, the Celtics will get back three second-round picks for Grant. Um, I don't know. If the Celt- that's what the Celtics were looking for, obviously. And the Mavs get a good piece with Grant Williams. The Spurs get Reggie Bullock and an unprotected Dallas swap pick in 2030. Um, I think the Spurs made out very well in this deal, getting that that pick swap which Luka might not be on the Mavericks in 2030. He just may not be. You never know with these kinds of things. And Reggie Bullock's a really good 3 and D player, and he was good for the Mavericks the last couple of years, and was decent for the Knicks in the 2020-2021 season. So... That's a nice little uh, get there for the San Antonio Spurs. And um, so the Mavs are better with the Williams move. And they have Williams. They have um, obviously Luka and Kyrie in the backcourt. And then they bring back Dwight Powell. They have Tim Hardaway Jr. They have some options now with their starting lineup and their bench. But that was a good sign and trade for the Mavs, although they did have to give up a good, valuable piece in Reggie Bullock. But, yeah, the Celtics, I don't think, did great in the deal. Three second-rounders is three lottery tickets pretty much. It's... One extra lottery ticket than the Knicks got for Obi Toppin. That's how you got to look at it if you're Boston. Um, 
So that was a interesting sign and trade. Um, the Clippers are unwilling to include Terrence Mann and picks for James Harden. But Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and Robert Covington are available. That's according to ESPN's Zach Lowe. The Celtics are still interested in Damian Lillard as they has the ability to get the deal done, but isn't a city Lillard would necessarily welcome a trade to. So Lillard just doesn't want to go to Boston. I think he's Miami or bust, honestly. This reminds me of Carmelo Anthony only wanting to go to the Knicks. It was Knicks or bust for him. The Toronto Raptors are eyeing Ayo DeSamos. They're looking for guard depth after... Fred Van Vliet's departure. Um, Tyler Harrow's trade value. Yes, the team said they would give up a good first-round pick to the Blazers for uh, Harrow in the three-team trade for Dane. So um, we'll see what team that is. Is it Brooklyn? Dame's agent warned teams, as Aaron Goodwin told teams, aside from the Heat, they'd Get an unhappy player if they traded for Lillard. Wow. He's trying so hard to get to the Miami Heat. That's according to the Woj. But Dame did have interest in the Warriors before they traded for Chris Paul. That would have been a weird fit. I wouldn't have liked that fit at all. Just like I really don't like the Chris Paul fit on Golden State. Like, they have a point guard. His name is Stephen Curry. But I like Chris Paul with Golden State more, and I would have liked Lillard there. Um, we talked about the Blazers matching Thibault's offer already. Um, LeBron and Rajon Rondo are linking up to coach the Strive for Greatness AAU team that includes LeBron's son on it. We saw in the Summer League game yesterday that the league's new flopping penalty being in full effect. The NBA in-season tournament details. Um, December 7th and 9th in Las Vegas. Stouts will count for the regular season. And there's more information coming on Saturday in... Um, a show that they're having on ESPN on Saturday night. Um, Victor Wembanyama's Summer League debut is already a sellout at the Thomas and Mack Center on Friday night, so that's not surprising. Kevin Durant's burner threads account as um, Durant dares his fans to find him on the new app threads which is um owned by instagram and meta which owns facebook too and um it's a uh i think it's gonna be the new twitter i really do um all right so baseball news um yankees reliever jimmy cordero suspended for the rest of the season for violating the league's domestic violence policy. Um, this is awful, obviously. Um, this um, isn't the biggest blow in the world for the Yankees because they have a lot of good relievers. I don't, I didn't like Cordero personally as a, a reliever in their bullpen. He had an ERA over three. Um, he had some nice moments, but he blew up against the Cardinals. Probably cost them that game, or at least a chance to come back in that game against St. Louis on Sunday. And he gets yanked for this. Um, it's a loss for, for the team from a depth standpoint, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. Now they that just puts pressure on Cashman to get a reliever at the trade deadline. Um, but yeah, uh, Jimmy Cordero... Um, Obviously, my rule is as long as you serve your suspension, you forgive, forget, move on. Domingo Herman's a really good example of that. Um, and now he's a big part of this Yankees team and threw a perfect game. 
But yeah, terrible situation. Obviously, he's going to serve the suspension. And the Yankees obviously um, had a good statement. And um, I agree with everything the Yankees said in their statement. Full disclosure. And now we won't see him for the rest of the year. And we probably won't see him into next season as well. So let's see how the Yankees uh, replace uh, Cordero in the bullpen, but that's just awful. Um, the home run derby odds are out, and Pete Alonso is the favorite at plus two fifty. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is three to one. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fun candidates in that this year. I think um, J-Rod's in it. Luke, um, uh, Luis Roberts in it. I think Otani's sitting out as he should. So it's seeds one through eight. Luis Robert, Pete Alonso, Mookie Betts, Adolis Garcia, Randy Arizrena, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Julio Rodriguez, and Adley Rutschman. And it's in Seattle this year, so it's harder. The home run derby is harder this year because it's in a big ballpark. But that's a really good eight, an eight sum. Um, I think all these guys are all stars too, which is good. And uh, I like Adolis Garcia being in. It. I think that's a lot of fun having a breakout year on the Rangers. So. Um, should be a fun home run derby on Monday, and I'll give out my pick for that on Monday's podcast. Um, hockey. Um, Patrick Hornquist is retiring. Um, five hundred and forty-three points, two hundred and sixty-four goals, nine hundred and one games. Um, very good role player, Patrick Hornquist. If I'm not mistaken, he was on the Penguins. Um, back to back cup teams in. 16 and 17, he was. And then he was on the Preds before that. Um, and then after the Pens, he was on the Panthers. And then he was on the Panthers this past year. So he was in, he was technically on that Stanley Cup final team. In Florida, but he, uh, his season ended on December 3rd. With a uh, concussion. So, um, good career for Patrick Hornquist. Really, um, really sad to see him retire. And he is 36 years old. Um, Adam Fantilli, the number three overall pick, um, was showing off skills at the Blue Jackets development camp. Um, so Connor Bedard was on Drake's Instagram story, so that's funny. Um, NHL players filing for arbitration, um, Jeremy Swayman and Philip Gustafson among NHL players who begin salary negotiations, um, there's others as well. Free agent forward Vladimir Tarasenko switches agents, um, as his... Free agent process resets following a change in representation. Huh. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to go back to the Rangers. That, those two trades for Tarasenko and Kane are going to go down as two of the worst trades that the Rangers have made this century, arguably. Like, you go and get those guys to win a Stanley Cup and you lose in seven games to the Devils and you laid eggs in two of the last three games of the series. So... And those two guys were a part of it, and neither of those guys produced up to their capability. And neither of those guys have been signed yet either, amazingly enough. I think Kane, it's because of his surgery. I think he'll end up in Buffalo. And Tarasenko is a little bit of a wild card. I thought he was going to end up back on the Rangers somehow, but 
that hasn't happened. It looks like the Rangers are really, really relying on Alexei Lafreniere or Capo Caco to take that next step, which they should because those were um, highly touted draft picks. And if the Rangers traded one of those guys for unknowns, it'd be worse than the Knicks' um, OB Toppin thing. Much worse. Because those two guys were supposed to be franchise-altering players, and they've been um, the opposite. They've been kind of been busts. But they... um. To be fair, it takes a while in hockey for guys to develop. And um, they're not as bad as um, the guy on the Oilers that was a big bust, um, Nail Yakupov. They're not as bad as those guys, but they're going to be looked upon as busts if they don't make monster leaps next season. Um, Darius Slayton seems himself as the New York Giants' number one receiver. He says he believes in his ability. Yikes. He's more like a number four receiver. He All he was doing last year was dropping balls, and um, part of the reason why the Giants' receiving group was not very good. He's talented, but um, I just don't think he's a number one receiver at all. He's more like a... Number three at best. Soccer. Uh, the Galaxy and LAFC played at the Rose Bowl on the 4th of July. A new league record with over 82,000 fans. That's awesome. All right, so Milan bids $24 million for Polizic as... Mustaneri comes back with a second offer for him. So we'll see what happens with uh, Polisic. And Real Madrid signs Arda Guller as Los Blancos brings in um, Guller from Fenerbahce for an initial $22 million transfer fee. Alrighty, so that's that. And that's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow for the Big Friday show with baseball, WNBA, Summer League, Soccer, Golf, Wimbledon, NASCAR, my last MLB mock draft of the year, and news and notes. Hope you guys have a great day, everybody.